The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. everyone this is Dwayne Henry filling in for Neville James on Analyze This uh, on WTJX FM 93.1 your NPR station in the Virgin Islands <clears throat> today is All Hallows Eve also known as Halloween we don't know if you're going out um, trick-or-treating you know there's a thing stateside um, in some jurisdictions if you over like 12 you can't uh, you can't do Halloween, so uh, you can't trick or treat. So, for all you big tough conks out there <laughs> looking to get free candy, it's it's uh, frowned upon these days. So, um, we hope to um, have the kids have a, a safe Halloween. It's probably gonna be rainy, but you know, if they get a little break and just keep it in your community, so you don't get out of hand. You know, it can get ugly out there at these holidays like today. We got, um, in the first hour this morning, we got Shane Gaspard from Ellis Hope is going to be calling in. So we look into that, that conversation. We'll be speaking about Red Syndrome Awareness Month. Uh, and I think we have Mr. Gaspard on the line. It, yes, uh, we we uh, we we're gonna have him, and then at uh, nine o'clock. At, at 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 nine o'clock, we're gonna have Monica Rivera, the chief stakeholder, engagement and organizational change management at U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Mister Gaspard. Oh, there you are. Okay. I, yes, I, was, I was waiting for you to respond when I said, I think we have Mr. Gaspard on the line. And I didn't, I didn't get... hear that part. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Uh, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. Thank you for having us today. Uh, um, tell us about Ella's Hope. Yeah, I'd be happy to. First off, uh, it's deeply meaningful for me to have this platform to raise awareness for Rex syndrome. And, and by doing so, we hope that we can reach out to others uh, the precious child that have special needs, just like my daughter, Ella. So first off, thank you very much for having us. You're today. welcome, of course. And Ella's, Ella's here with me. Ella is nonverbal. She can't speak, but she's here sitting next to me. So we're, we're happy to have her today. Um, yeah, first off, I need to, to explain what Red Syndrome is a little bit. And, sure. And Red Syndrome, um, you imagine a, a disorder that is autism and Parkinson's disease and cerebral palsy anxiety disorder and epilepsy all in one little girl and that's Rett syndrome and and so it's like a devastating condition many many families that get the, the diagnosis of Rett syndrome they they kind of um they decide to deal with it privately and my wife and i early on decided to deal with it publicly mm -hmm. and say let's let's 
bring this to the light. Let's create some awareness. And let's bring everybody on the journey with Ella for a journey for a cure. And that's kind of what we've been working on. So, um, you know, Ella was born in St. Thomas and on April 12, 2014. Oh, she's an she's Aries like now. me. Really? Yeah. She's, she, is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was a happy, healthy baby girl. And she was meeting all her milestones. She was playing on the beach. She was dancing. She, was, she had a few words. And at this point, she was about two and a half years old. Mm-hmm. And um, we kind of we noticed that she, she stopped she stopped talking. And we said, well, this is, this is kind of strange. She's not using her words anymore. So we brought her to some, a doctor in, in St. Thomas, and they diagnosed her with autism. And remember that Brett syndrome has so many different, different right. symptoms that it's, 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 it's easy to diagnose, misdiagnose. And so we said, okay, well, she has autism, so let's dig into this and let's try to help her any way that we can. Um, and then she stopped using her right hand. Mm. And we're like, uh, about six, six months later, and uh, a little less than six months later. And we said, okay, this is more than autism. Right. Yeah. So we, yeah. So we said, you know what? We have to bring her, we have to get on the plane and go somewhere. What's mm-hmm. the best place we can bring her to? And we did some research and we talked to some doctors, and the best place was the Children's Hospital in Philadelphia. Okay. So we brought her there, and we, it's, it's an amazing children's hospital. And uh, we brought her there, and we walked in the room, and the doctor looked at her, and I asked him, he's, he's uh, looking her over a little bit, and I asked him, I said, when do you think she'll speak again? He said, she never will. Wow. And that was devastating to us. Of course. He knew immediately by some of the, um, by looking at her, but we had to wait for genetic testing to come back for oh. the diagnosis. So she's, she's the only child in the United States Virgin Islands has ever been diagnosed with this devastating condition. We've talked to the school, we've talked to healthcare wow. professionals. Um, and and, and excuse me, one, one more thing, it's it's almost only females get this, right? That's correct, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's absolutely correct because, and I can explain that, uh, It's it's uh, men have XY chromosomes and women mm-hmm. have XX chromosomes. Mm-hmm. And this usually happens on the protein on the second X chromosome, mm. and the women have two two chromosomes. And right. you need you need a very strong X chromosome to survive, and women have two. So you can probably make the argument that women are the stronger sex, right? <laughs> so, um, so what happens in, in females is if you have a very strong X chromosome, one of the X chromosomes is permanently turned off. And the one that's left on is the one that you survive with. Well, Ella is missing a protein on the one that's turned on. And that's kind of how, that's sort of how they, they're going to cure this, is they're going to turn off the one that's damaged and turn on the one that's not. Okay. So that's where the research is going, the genetic mm. trials wow. are going. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. So, mm-hmm. so if, you had, if anybody's ever had a daughter... This could have happened to your daughter. It's not genetic. My wife and I do not have it. Mm-hmm. It's a spontaneous deletion of protein on a, a second X chromosome. Right. So, um, the, you know, I, I did some reading. Some, some, some of the literature says it, it's genetic, but I don't think it, they, it's not hereditary. Is correct. Good, right. But correct. it is. But it does concern, concern your genes. Absolutely, and right. that's how they actually can can identify it by doing mm. genetic testing. Right, but it's not hereditary. It's right. not going through the genes of, of of your of your family. 
Right. You know? Right. So it's, so, it's, mm-hmm. it's not across. So it's like a, a crapshoot kind of thing. One in so many uh, young ladies will get this. Yeah. So the statistics show one in 10,000 females are born with this rare condition. And when I heard that, I'm like, one in 10,000. Okay. So one in 10,000 makes it a rare condition. Mm-hmm. Um, and it may be a little bit more than that in some cases. But one in 10,000 made me think that how can Ella be the only little girl in the Virgin Islands wow. who's ever born with this condition? Yeah. That tells me that maybe some other little girls were born that were misdiagnosed because it's so difficult to, mm. di- to, to, to diagnose. Yeah. So that's how Ella's hope began. To go back to your question, how did it begin? That's why Ella's hope began. So we can create that awareness and maybe help some families that have not got the right diagnosis and get them into the right programs and get the right treatment. And that's why this proclamation from the governor for October Red Syndrome Awareness Month is so critical because we're bringing awareness to people and say, hey, this is what it is. Right. And like I said before, it's so devastating that many families say, uh, we're going to deal with this privately. Yeah, I can't imagine. We, you know, I could not imagine. You know, uh, it is, yeah. yeah, yeah, it is devastating. Really and and, is. and then it comes and, in, uh, like you said, um, um, somewhere between six to 18 months is when you first start noticing symptoms. Yeah. That's very early yeah. in that child's life. It really is. You think that, and, and what's the most, I don't want to use the word tricky, but what's the most tricky part is you think that you have a happy, healthy baby girl to mm-hmm. about two years old, then you realize you do, you do not. Right. Yeah, and it's... and then she starts missing her mouth. And then when she stopped using her right hand, you're like, oh, there's really something wrong. And then she starts walking a little bit. And then and then she stopped using her left hand. Today, Neville, today she is um, she's in a wheelchair. She's paralyzed yeah. in both hands. She can't yeah. speak. And she's on the feeding tube. Right. And she's, she's out. And how old is she? She's nine years. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow, 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 yeah. wow. I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. Um, you know. She's, it, she's it, a little older. Yeah. I'm actually know, without words. You know, which is unusual for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we need to. That's why this. It, it's so critical that we bring awareness. And you know, we 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 raise money too. And so, mm-hmm. um, to answer your question a little about a little bit about Ellis Hope mm-hmm. is. Um, we, our organization is, Ellis Hope was formed right there in the United States, right here in the United States Virgin Islands. Um, it's a nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm. No money, zero money goes to Ella. Zero money goes to my, our family. Right. We got that. We don't, we don't need that. Right. Uh, 100% of the funds that are raised go to advanced research for Rett syndrome cure. Right. Because we don't believe, I don't believe, my wife is co-founder of it, we don't mm-hmm. believe in... Uh, taking, uh, we don't believe in nonprofits taking salaries or administrative costs. Right. Because we don't, we don't believe in taking one dollar from the path of a cure for so, any little girl that needs it. Right. So 100% goes towards the mission. Absolutely. Right. If there's a dollar that goes into our organization, there's that dollar goes out to fund research grants and any other any cost that is is right. underwritten by my wife and I. Right. Um, well, thank you for our that. goal is to. Our goal is to find a cure for every little girl like like Ella who suffers from this devastating and heartbreaking condition, so they can lead, lead a life of recovery and joy. I mean, that's that's our hope, and that's Ella's hope. That's how we funded Ella's hope. Right. And right now, um, like you said, there's no cure, but the, the a lot of there's the, they're trying to treat the symptoms 
to to make uh, give them a better quality of life. Yes, absolutely. right now, and right until, until the right research now, so catches up, and and and, and you know towards a, a cure. Yeah, so I love to speak about that too. So Ella sure. was in an experimental drug trial at a Texas Children's Hospital um, in in 2019, and that the side effects of the experimental drug trial to treat the symptoms, not the, not the cure, but just to treat the symptoms, like you said. Um, the side effects were more more difficult than the benefits were. So it wasn't that, that experimental drug trial failed her, but she was very brave to go forward and be accepted in that drug trial. Yeah. Ella's kind of in the Red Syndrome community. She's kind of... Um, she's kind of known very well. Oh, okay. So, uh, they, they, call, they called us not only... Well, it's because we started, i give you a little back. We started a little, when, when she was two, almost three years old, we started a 5K run right there in St. Thomas from, from, um, from Havenside area right. over down, down, the, down the waterfront and back. And uh, from there, it just grew. And now we raise money in seven different countries around the world. Uh, we did fundraisers. Um, and then there was a band that heard about her in London, found out about our, our efforts and they wrote a song about her and they oh. released it on Amazon Music and Apple Music. Oh. So it's been explosion. What's, the, what's that, the name uh, of it? Really happened for. The what? name of the song is called Ella Tope. Oh, okay. And, uh, right. uh, and the uh, the artists are called The Luck and you can okay. find it on Apple Music and Amazon Music and Spotify. Okay. Great. Yeah. And, and your website is ellashope.org, right? Well, it's you can go to ellashope.com and it'll bring you to ellashope.org. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, both. We have both of them. Okay, great. Uh, wow, like I said, you know, normally, um, um, you know, um, um, thing. you're doing a great job, uh, of course, explaining to us, uh, you know. So so the governor declared uh, Red Syndrome Awareness Month. Uh, when did he do that on? In the past week? He did that in, in actually, the, uh, it's, uh, actually, the Actually, it's of- October, right? Yeah, October. Okay, October so we're ending, we're ending the month, right? Yeah, yeah, and he, he's done that before. He's been he's been uh, very kind to do that before, and they and and this year they released a, released a long press release about it, um, about our efforts. So we were very, and that always helps. I mean, that always hits the paper. We could, it's something that we can use for fundraising, and we can use it for awareness. It's huge on awareness, and so that's something that uh, we're very proud. Of. Right. The uh, what activities did you have? This month, you know, did you have any, you know, special activities? Besides, you said you, you, you do the run from Haven site, you said? Yeah, so we did, um, we usually do it in the summertime. And so, and, and October is usually our fundraising month and gotcha. our awareness month. And in the summertime, we did some 5K runs. And then we did, um, we did bike rides. And we did, uh, one year we did a, it was, it was hugely successful. Down at Crown Bay, we did a, um, a grilled cheese competition. So I was sitting there thinking, we have these culinary events from the summer. We have King of the Wing. We have Slider Showdown. We have Texas mm-hmm. Chili Cook-Off in St. Thomas, here in St. Thomas. And I said, what else can we do? And I was thinking that grilled cheese is sort of a childlike food. So we did a grilled cheese competition. It was huge. I mean, the grilled cheese had some grilled cheese had lobster on it, some like crab on it. I mean, people just were so creative with the restaurants that came out. And it was a huge, huge event. So That's we're going to be doing it again uh, next summer. That's so yeah, those those types of events that uh, the community comes out and supports us is uh, it's, it's very special to us. Uh, let me ask you a, a question. I went out to Wikipedia uh, when I was doing some research. Is that 
picture of your daughter? On Wikipedia, let me see. And so, Matt, because I'm looking at a picture of your daughter on, and the person seems to be wearing the same dress. I'm looking at a picture of your daughter and, and Governor Bryan, and if you go to yeah. Wikipedia, there's a picture there. It, it, it doesn't identify the young lady, but it says, um, but I'm sure they're wearing the same or a similar type of dress and hat. Okay. Yes, it's Red, Red Syndrome. And oh. Go down to the diagnosis no, tab. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is not my daughter. Oh, okay, because no. she's dressed very much yeah. like, like you. Like exactly. In, yeah, that's what's like, wow. She's, um, yeah. they, they even have her in the Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah I saw that Governor Brian proclaimed it. Um, the, he, he did a pro proclamation on about October 13th. And, um, yeah. yeah, exactly. And he's done it in the past in October. And October is... is is recognized uh, throughout the United States as red syndrome awareness. I mean, many months, uh, many things are also recognized in, a, in the month of October. That's but true. It's really it's yeah. really special to us. But yeah, right. It's super special to us. Right. I mean, we fund it. So some of the things that we fund are we funded the Red Syndrome Research Trust, mm -hmm. we funded the International Red Syndrome Foundation, and we directly fund and support the Greenberg Neurobi Neuro Neurobiology Lab at Harvard University. Wow. They're doing some amazing work. Yeah. So we um we, we kind of dig in and we find out uh, who we're funding and we work directly with them as much as we can. And you know, um and because of you mentioned the um the proclamation of the last couple of years and mm -hmm. people say that awareness well, what really is awareness? What is, what is how does that help you? I mean, you know, mm -hmm. but awareness is more than just a t shirt, you know. Awareness right. is more than the color of a wristband that you wear. And a bumper it's, um, sticker. It's about yeah. educating yourself, your children, and your community about why the little girl with Rett syndrome is different. Right. And so we think it's so important. It's, and our fundraising comes organically after awareness. Right. Shane, you hold on for a second, and when we come back after this sure. break, we'll speak more about your fundraising, especially worldwide. Sure. Of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com. Member FDIC. Saturday mornings, we're here for you with Weekend Edition. Two hours of news, interviews, new music, new books, rattling good stories, interesting people, challenging analysis, laughs, air shows, and donkey rides for the kids. So come along with us. Weekend Edition, Saturday mornings from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1.
The Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street, the Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org slash events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade by Derry and the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the complex CTCE hospitality program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. CMC Arts 20 at 10 Anniversary Fete, November 4th. Tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Frederickstead Hotel partners. Join us, cmcarts.org slash events. Yes, good morning, uh, Dwayne Henry filling in for Neville James on Analyze This, WTJX your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're speaking here with uh, Shane Gaspard from Ellers Hope, and we are talking yeah. about Rett Syndrome. But before I go back to talk to you about the uh, thing, I, was, I wanted to give a story. You know how earlier we said it's almost exclusively women, but there was one guy, one male, uh, and his father was quite, is quite famous, um, Richard Engel, that... Uh, mm -hmm. He, he, he used to work for CBS News for a long time, and now I think he's an NBC foreign correspondent. And um, his son actually died of Red Syndrome uh, last year uh, when he was six years old. That was, yes, that's tragic. And, yeah. and when it happens to males, it is always fatal. Mm. It's always because you need that strong X chromosome to survive. Right. So. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's sad. Sorry to hear about yeah, that. It really is. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, so you were telling us about your fundraising efforts. Well, um, uh, first, before you go into the fundraising part, tell me some of the uh, the institutions or institutes, research institutes and stuff that that, that you've been able to um, work with. Yeah. So we work with the Red Syndrome Research Trust. It's a it's a worldwide organization that that's funding research grants or advancing research in the the cure. For Red Syndrome, mm -hmm. and uh, we work with International Red Syndrome Foundation, which is another global organization, um, also based out of the United States, that uh, that that funds research, and they also try to they, they support families that are going through this. Um, that been their little girl has been diagnosed with Red Syndrome. Mm -hmm. You know, th that was one of the things that uh, when the doctor said she has Red Syndrome, I was like, hey, I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, you know, and they said, um, "Don't Google it. Just go get a therapist." Right. And it was like, they, it was, "Oh my God, this must mm. be bad." So that's what we want to um, we want to try to bring awareness to people that that this actually exists, and and there there are resources like uh, the International Red Syndrome mm -hmm. uh, Foundation that can help families go through that process right and you know um, excuse me for a second, but i thought it was a um i, I saw you know, it's funny when you know like when you go to wikipedia and it says if you're looking for something else uh this is not the page and 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 it, it, it goes not to be confused with tourette's syndrome and right. you know the first time i heard about red syndrome i actually thought about tourette's 
So, so I right. guess, I guess, right. and, and then you know, with the the uh, the mechanical uh, issues and stuff, I guess a lot of people uh, tend to confuse it, you know, especially early in the diagnosis. It, correct, correct, because. Um, yeah, because sometimes when I, they ask, well, you know, some people ask, what condition does your daughter have? And I say, well, it's Tourette's syndrome. And they think I say Tourette's, and they're like, nah, yeah, it doesn't look yeah. like she has Tourette's. Yeah. Um, so, mm-hmm. but that's a teachable moment. You know, that's, yes. that's a moment that you can actually uh, create some awareness and teach them. And then later on, people can say, yeah, I've heard about Tourette's syndrome. I met a little girl that has Tourette's syndrome. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I, there's people that I meet that I, I hear, I've heard about Tourette's syndrome. And I've heard about a little girl, Ella, that has Rett syndrome, and I'm thinking that's my daughter, you know. And if you heard about Rett syndrome, hopefully we think you heard about it from us because yeah. we tried to create that awareness out there. Mm-hmm. And those are kind of the special moments where you're like, yeah, we we heard about this little girl, mm-hmm. Ella, and I'm like, well, that's my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. So back there, back we're to doing me. our job. Yeah. So the, I'm sorry I cut you off, but you know, I just wanted to bring that out in case there were people out there listening and they think we're talking about Tourette's. So I just wanted to make oh. sure that 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 the oh. public wasn't confused. So that's why I said that. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Rett syndrome, R E T T syndrome, absolutely. And Rett, it was the name of the doctor that actually figured out what was happening to these little girls. That's where it comes from, not Tourette's. Yeah, so, so so you you work with these organizations, you you funded or given funding to. Several organizations. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and also the Greenberg Neuro- Neurobiology Lab at Harvard University. They're doing some amazing work. You know, Harvard, right. Harvard uh, uh, the, psych- the neuro- Neurobiology Lab is, uh, is world-renowned. And mm-hmm. they're working on trying to unlock um, how to cure Rett syndrome. But, but, but here's the thing, too. Um, they're trying to how to cure it in humans. So, and what I mean by that, Rett syndrome, there. It's not cure. It is curable, but there is no cure for it. And people are like, "Well, well, how's that possible?" Mm-hmm. See, there's no currently there's no cure for Rett syndrome, but they know how to do it. Scientists gave mice in a lab Rett syndrome, mm-hmm. and then they took it away. Mm-hmm. They reversed. They effectively reversed Rett. Mm-hmm. But imagine having a child that has a rare disease mm-hmm. that has she's trapped in her own body. Mm-hmm. Um, and the scientific community, they know how to reverse it, but the funding just doesn't come fast enough for right. these rare diseases. Right, right, uh, right. So, because there's no market. Yeah. There's no market. Correct. Right. Correct. But the, there are great, great organizations that are all working for for a cure. Mm-hmm. But any kind of rare disease, any mm-hmm. rare disease, it's uh, very difficult to get funding for those. And yeah. That's why that's all important. Of yeah. course, because, you know, to use a, not to, for lack of a better term, big medicine you know, just like big farmer, uh, you know, like if there's no market, if they're not going to recoup their investment, and you know, you know, the, right. you know, the the the, 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 the truth of the matter is that, you know, if you're a, a very low income uh, child and have this disease, the, 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 you know, you don't have access to some of the experimental uh, therapies right. and stuff like that. Right. I, I mean, just the um, you're exactly if you're if you're a family with a lower income, just just a wheelchair would cost fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. To get her get her body supported, to get her neck supported. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's so these kind of things. I know I heard on um, the part of a lot of these, a lot of groups uh, for Rett syndrome on social media, and I heard somebody say, and it was really profound. They said if this were to happen to Bill Gates' daughter or Elon Musk's daughter, it would mm-hmm. be solved immediately. Probably. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Probably. I mean, we, yeah. you know, it might be something we might not even know about. In the case. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I'm saying, exactly. that's the other, that's, I mean, that's the weird thing. And, you know, sometimes you, you, you find it hard to believe that nobody ever got a certain disease and was ever cured and was never, uh, you know, you wonder if somebody was ever cured of it. And, and it's funny because I remember in the HIV, early in the HIV, uh, uh, um, you know, saga or whatever you want to call it. When Magic Jans- Johnson had it, uh, you know, he just became a billionaire. Uh, when Magic Johnson had it, there was this, uh, after a couple of years, and nobody, he didn't develop any symptoms. And to this day, the conspiracy theory is that people like Magic Johnson have actually developed a cure for HIV. And an absolute right, cure. Right. You know, so, so now you... So now you live with HIV. Now, right, now right. There's, medi- there's medication that uh, that you take that you can't even detect HIV. Exactly, you get it done to undetect it. But, but my point is the people like Magic Johnson was at that level years before that therapy became available to the, to the common man, for, for lack of a better you know. So, you know, back when you know, Magic Johnson never got sick as far as we knew. You know, and and and, and that right. And, and so people would always say, "Well, he found, you know, mo- he has the money. He found a cure, and and and, and you know, pe- because people are still dying on Mars, you know, and and um, but but now, thankfully, that you know, they have uh, therapies, uh, drug therapies that that allow people to live forever, undetectable, and and they die of something else, not not HIV or AIDS, rather. Right. Yeah. But, uh, right. but and, that, and that goes back to the you know, how they reverse threat and, and mm-hmm. mice. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a, it's like you know it makes you wonder if somewhere out there there's someone that was actually cured of it. Is is, is where I was going with that. You know, and 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 if if that was the case, it'd be nice if they shared that with everyone else. But you yeah, know, absolutely. But but but, absolutely. but but until then, we have to you know continue the path that you're you're on. And we appreciate you for for that path, of, of course. Uh, so, um, you do your fundraising how? Yeah, we do oh, our oh, fundraising. You said you do a lot of worldwide fundraising. I understand how you do it yeah, in the Virgin Islands, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, we, of course, we do some fundraising through our website, but we also had different um, fundraising events. We do fundraising events in different places. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it could be it could be um, a run, walk, or uh, some kind of marathon that we do. Um, in, in England, I mean, or right. in Ireland, we did. So we fundraised in uh, several different countries. We did the United States, of mm-hmm. course, and the U.S. Virgin Islands, and mm-hmm. Ireland, and Northern Ireland, and England. Before they had the band that uh, that wrote the song and, and released right. it about Ella. Um, mm-hmm. Ella. It's called Ella's Hope. Anybody listening can actually go to Amazon Music or Apple Music or Spotify mm-hmm. and listen to it. Um, they did fundraising, and then they were also in Amsterdam, touring in Amsterdam, and they did a fundraising in Amsterdam for us. Um, and then in Australia too, we've done it in Australia. So some events in Australia, some, um, I think it was like a tough mutter in Australia where people go and they, and they donate money and uh, they did that there. So it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it, it, it's not just about the fundraising brings awareness. And we think that's, that's what's really, really important is the fundraising. And, uh, I mean, sorry, the awareness right. because then organically the fundraising comes in. Exactly. We're not an organization. We're not an organization that says, give us money, give us money, give us money. Right. We're an organization that says, let me tell you a story mm-hmm. about Ellen's journey. And then the fundraising comes in. And that's how we like to do it. Yeah, that's, I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, So, uh, 
the what are some of the the obstacles you've let me ask you this though generally uh, nationwide what's the government funding you know like nih uh funding and that kind of stuff look like for for this disease there's not very much funding for it all but what what happens on a federal level um or even a state or, or territory level uh medicaid re- uh recognizes it as a uh, a fragile child right something that's uh that she's very fragile that needs that's kind of the funding where the funding comes to help family uh and so that's that's important about raising raising awareness also that right. you have to understand that this is this is this possibly could be Rett syndrome it's not just autism or it's not mm-hmm. just epilepsy or the child doesn't just have parkinson's right. it's all these things that make her medically fragile and scoliosis is also one of the uh the symptoms right is a common it symptom is. and the reason mm-hmm. that yes and the reason that's that is because a lot of these little girls get hypotonia, high, not hyper, but hypotonia, right. which means you have low muscle tone. Mm-hmm. And then if you can't sit up properly straight and you have mm-hmm. uh, low muscle tone, that eventually, if you're not sitting in a, in a proper chair, if you're not sitting in a proper wheelchair that supports you, mm-hmm. you can get scoliosis. And a lot of these girls have to have surgery later on mm-hmm. on their spine to straighten it because they probably haven't been sitting in the proper wheelchair. Right. Yeah, and that goes back to, yeah, and I brought that up. Uh, to lead you back to the type of equipment or, or you know, that, 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 that you end up being required to have for your daughter, for instance, as, as they get older, you know, and, uh, and sure. progress, um, the specialized wheelchairs, uh, yeah. Well, what are the you know it, you know if you could describe to the public what one of these wheelchairs would look like? I can uh, I've seen some pictures. I know it's like a Stephen Hawking kind of thing, but if you could um, you know just let people yeah. understand that it's not your regular push wheelchair. Yeah, you know I, I'm glad you brought up Stephen Hawking, and I'll come back to that. Mm-hmm. But the, these wheelchairs are um, they support your trunk, which is the the, the torso of your body, and mm-hmm. support your neck and. Um, and also they can limit your hand movements because a lot of Ella's hand movements are erratic. They're just, mm. you've seen people with Parkinson's before, they're erratic. So it can support your, your legs and inside the wheelchair with either um, these little cuffs that you put your feet in mm. or something for your hands. So these are very specialized wheelchairs. And you mentioned Stephen Hawkins. Is, mm. is, is, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's a great segue. Stephen Hawkins spoke to the world through a, Toby eye gaze device, right? And Toby's the man, the, the manufacturer of it. Mm-hmm. My daughter has one of those too. Wow! So it wow. tracks it tracks the back of your eyes. I mean, so accurate it tracks the back of your eyes. So she has one of those devices, wow. and that's how she does her homework. And that's how she does. If I sit down with her with a coloring mm-hmm. book and I say, "What color do you want the the um, the princess's dress?" She can pick blue off the screen with her eyes, mm-hmm. and I'll color it blue for her. So uh, those kind of devices kind of unlock um, yeah. a child that's locked in their body. So she uses one of those devices, and she's very smart. Um, right. And that's one of the tragic things about Red syndrome mm-hmm. is she's very aware. Mm. She's, there's no mental uh, right. that, deterioration no at all, mentally, no impairment. No, she's very smart, and uh, she knows what's happening to her. Wow. But she's but she's very um, she's a very happy little girl. You yeah, know? that's so, good. Uh, that's- yeah, she's, so she uses it. She plays games on it, and mm-hmm. uh, and she uses it to talk to us. So that's how we communicate with her. There you and again, go. 
I was going to say, and again, if, if you don't have those resources and you're not getting the proper care and you haven't got the right diagnosis mm -hmm. and Medicaid is not, uh, hasn't recognized your family yet, you could have a daughter that's just sitting in a chair locked out of the world right. and can't express herself. Right. That's yeah. the, that. And, and, and then, of course, you know, the, 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 if, if she can't express, express herself, then, you know, you, you don't know what her needs are. Or, or desires or anything like that. Uh, education becomes a problem. That's why I'm glad you spoke about yeah. that because um, when you said that the, she does her homework and stuff. So well, um, with the right therapies, including the um, wheelchair, if you get the specialized um, um, assistive yeah. devices, uh, it, it, the child is, is able to have a, a, a relatively decent quality of life as it, or as quote normal as, as, as can be absolutely i mean these these electronic devices um and aid are, are a miracle in these days you know i mean mm -hmm. just just to get a yes and a no out of a child that can't speak right. is, is incredibly important <laughs> absolutely if, she, if a child a child's crying you don't know if she has a headache or a toothache or uh -huh. anything that's happening to her and you're trying to figure that out Right. And all you need her to say is yes or no, you know, and, and, and exactly. imagine two words and, 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 and it's that difficult, you know, for two words to be said. But once, you know, they're able to say either or both, it, it changes a whole lot because you can now ask all the questions you can until she answers it, um, you know, in, in, the, in the way that you can help her. Um, exactly right exactly right so on a, on a on an eye gaze device you can have an eye gaze device with two huge buttons up there a yes and a no mm -hmm. and and whatever the child looks at a yes or a no you can have a green or a red whatever you want right and then you go through the process of figuring out what is what is her need mm -hmm. and so you're exactly right and that's how that's how we do it right because they, yeah. and, but she's go ahead you can go ahead Shane yeah and she's yeah, I was going to say, she's more advanced than that now. She can actually pick colors, and she plays games, and mm -hmm. there's things that go across the, the screen, okay. like maybe a pie, and you mm -hmm. throw somebody's face, and she plays games and on it. So it's um, it really yeah. unlocks the child that's right. her own body. Okay, hold that thought. Well, we're going to come back and do our last segment. We're here with Shane Gaspar, Ellis Hope. Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street, the Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org slash events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade by Derry and the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the complex CTCE hospitality program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. CMC Arts 20 at 10 Anniversary Fete, November 4th. Tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Frederickstead Hotel partners. Join us, cmcarts.org slash events.
With so much going on, it can be hard to keep up with who's doing what and why. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, letting you know whether it's news from across the country and the world or a deep conversation about a novel, movie, or music, we got you. Grab your coffee or your earbuds and tune in to Weekend Edition from NPR News. Sundays at 8 a.m. right here on WTJX FM, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Hi, I'm Peter Sangle. You spent the week listening to the news. Don't you think you deserve to show off what you've learned on Wait, Wait, We Give You a Chance to Impress Your Friends with Your Knowledge of International Incidents, Political Gaffes, and the Latest Advancement in German Nudists? You'll be the life of the party or the death. Either way, you'll make an impression and you can thank Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. And we're back. This is Dwayne Henry filling in for Neville James on Analyze This. Uh, we're on WTJX 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. This morning we're speaking with Shane Gaspard, uh, who's the founder along with his wife of Ella's Hope. And we're talking about this month was Red Syndrome Awareness Month. And we're trying to, well, Mr. Gaspard and his family have formed this organization that's been doing some absolutely wonderful things. Uh, and he's been sharing his personal story of his daughter with uh, Ella, uh, with uh, she has Red Syndrome and, and their experience, uh, you know, dealing with that. Uh, so Shane, we're back. Uh, yeah. You know, so what... Uh, if... if it, it, let's look at caregivers. If if a fa- yeah. if a family, a middle class family, or or even less, uh, can't because this is such a rare disease and there's there's so many nuances. Uh, what is what caregiving options are really available to anyone, especially here in the Virgin? If my daughter were to develop uh, Red Syndrome tomorrow. And I can't stop working and say I'm not married. Uh, well, my wife is can't can't care. Um, mm-hmm. What caregiving options do we have? You know, it, the, the I would I would first say try to get in get in touch and get Medicaid for your, for your daughter. That can help you get some some care there because we don't have it, but it would help you get some care immediately because caregiving. You, you can have a, a wonderful career and you're and um, and you're going along in your life and you're, you have a, a child with any disability, especially that syndrome I can speak to, and then all of a sudden you become a 24/7 caregiver. Right. And it's, it's it just it disrupts your life. Tremendously. And, and it's not like you have a choice. I mean, you mm-hmm. you have to get up every day when you put your feet on the ground and do it. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's it's completely I. I it's hard for me to describe here on a radio station of course. how uh, families with disabilities and the struggles they have. Right. People have no idea until you, and of course, I never did. Mm-hmm. I just I was completely unaware yeah. until you actually have to face that struggle every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but, but um, also, what I'm, I'm trying to understand is 
is it a heightened level of if, 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 if you know, you know you have your CNAs and you know your nurses aides that come by and right. do, they, they would it would wouldn't this condition require a, a higher level of um, expertise as as you as the the little girl grows older it, it could possibly yeah so Ella's at, at nine now but mm-hmm. as I said this condition gets worse as they get older as right. she was running the beach I have videos of her running and playing on the beach and and uh, and now she she's in a, she has a feeding tube yeah so those yeah. things that um, can escalate quite quickly and then if you don't know how to have that care for her and, and like I said it's 24 seven care mm-hmm. and, uh, we have to bathe her we have to brush her teeth right. we have to do everything that uh, all the hygiene everything that everything, she needs yeah. we have to take care of right. yeah right yeah now, now I was just thinking you know in terms of and, the cost because if, if 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 you know if 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 I'm gonna get a caregiver I can't do it myself you know if you know I might need a, an RN as opposed to a CNA which you know would right. affect the cost yeah, and, and the cost could be great. So right now, we don't have an RN in our house. My wife mm-hmm. uh, is, is amazing, and yeah, I'm an active as to be, too. My wife yeah. uh, recently went back to visit her family in Ireland, and, and I had uh, Ella for quite some time. Um, and uh, I tell you what, my whole life is on hold my wife is away. I told my wife when she came back, <laughs> you want to go shopping for anything? That's uh-huh. fine. You deserve everything. You, you there you go. There for. you go. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a, you, you can't begin to thank people that... that that do these things, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. It becomes costly very quickly because you have diapers involved. You have mm-hmm. um, so you have uh, all all her medical needs that involved mm-hmm. um, medical pumps for mm-hmm. for uh, feeding tubes. Uh, mm-hmm. A nurse can be thirty five, forty dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what so. I'm saying. Yeah, it could you know because you know it's not you know like you said, with, especially with like a feeding tube. You know that that's the low yeah. specialized care there so yeah it can be quite yeah. expensive if, 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 if yeah you know, for for a middle class family that that may not have that and disposable income yeah. oh as for medication yeah because it's all experimental right it basically most most of the medication yeah, uh and so it's, a lot of it is yeah so it's just it's like reflux expensive. medication that she has to take sometimes that's eight hundred dollars wow month. Wow, that, that they want to try, they try to charge. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so just a can, big pharma, man. <laughs> you know, yeah, it I, is. I, I it hate goes to back to what you said but... about big pharma. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, it's you know, if, if there's not enough people, I understand the economics, but my God, you know, sometimes yeah. you, you wonder, like, really, you know? <laughs> I know it 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 gets pretty 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 big pretty quick, you know, and. Mm-hmm. But there's people working on some cures. I mean, just like in 2017 when we started that run walk, when Ella was diagnosed, within three months we put together a run walk. We put together something that we can bring to the community. And at that time in 2017, there were zero companies actively pursuing targeted therapeutic programs Mm. for Rett syndrome. You fast forward to today, there are more than 20 companies engaged in the call. That's good. So it makes a difference when you when you. It really makes a difference. Right, and 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 like you said, you know. even though it's rare, um, that doesn't mean that it should be discounted. You know, you know, people tend to think, ah, oh, that hardly ever happens. But you know, you, you don't want it to happen. You don't want it to happen to you. So you should exactly. always treat all conditions with 
to the same level of, of urgency or, or importance. You know, one, one, uh, uh, you know, yeah, one disease is, is not less important or urgent because very few people get it than, than the others. And, and I think that's, uh, you know, with the pharmaceutical companies and big medicine, too often there's that, you know, that thought. And I think it comes from just being raw capitalists. You know, you know, in the yeah, sense that you know they're gonna go with where they're gonna make the money, and and if they do have to to um, help you, they're, they're gonna charge you out the wahoo for it. Yeah, and it's exactly, and it's a shame, it's tragic. That some of these families, you have a daughter that's in a wheelchair, and she's and she's trapped inside of her body, and you cannot afford a, or find a path to find some med- medication for, or help, mm-hmm. or respite, or something for your family. It's, yeah, it's, it's tragic. It's crazy, and I always say. You know, I understand the economics, but, you know, big pharma, they, 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 they're, they're highly profitable drugs that, that, like take insulin, which there's so many people using. It's probably the number one prescribed mm-hmm. drug in, in the country. Uh, the money they make off of big drugs like insulin, they can use to defray the costs of these other drugs. Yes. I don't know why they don't do Absolutely. it, but I think they should. You know, and and, and, I, and and that would help people who have less means. Right. Absolutely. And it's a, great, it's a goodwill by a company, by a big pharma, if they do that, and they should do that. Right. Just like insurance companies. Mm-hmm. Insurance companies kind of do the ratio. Right. I, how much money am I make over here if my risk is, you know, a risk analysis. Right. And just, and, and yeah. Right. And, exactly. and, 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 and they spread the risk around. So, you know, so, exactly. that, they, so that they can, uh, they can, you know, yeah. they, they can even, they're able to give you, uh, a lesser premium than than normal because imagine if you know like here in this small Virgin Islands where we have high rates of accidents and stuff like that. Imagine if we couldn't um, if if insurance company didn't do risk sharing and stuff like that. Imagine the cost to individuals or or, or, or even a, a better analogy. You take uh, medical insurance, government medical insurance. If you have cancer, you'd be paying more, way more than oh, you're yeah. paying now if those costs were not shared across the, the population of, 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 of the, yeah. the, the policy. You know, the people. Are well, there's a matrix. To, you just gave a great example. There's a matrix to do it. They should do it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I think it's just callous that they don't because, they, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. If you and I can sit here and, and think about this, surely they have thought about it, but they're just not yeah. doing it. You know, yeah. they're just not absolutely. doing it. You know, but, and but, this, is, this is where it makes the most impact, absolutely. And, and that's why awareness is, is so important, is that the more people learn about these and, and, and like we like to say, raise a stink, you know, that's how actually, you know, the... The, the 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 squeaky wheel gets the oil, you know. So yeah. we, we gotta, we really gotta, you know, do what you and your wife and and your other volunteers have been doing, you know, for what uh, six, seven years Three now. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. Since twenty seventeen. Yeah. Wow. I got diagnosed in twenty seventeen. Yeah. And, and 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 I, I and really can... have to commend you guys. Thank you very much. And you can see some of the some of the activities we did at, at, on Facebook at Ellis Hope Fund. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash Ellis Hope Fund. You can see a lot of that. Uh, some of the things we did and our outreach in the community there. And mm-hmm. um, 
I just want to circle back to Ellis Hope is sure. is is a nonprofit organization. No mm-hmm. money goes to Ella. No money goes to my family. One hundred percent of the funds we raise go to advanced research for Red Syndrome Cure. So every every family, every little girl can live a joy a, a life of joy and recovery. And then, do you have direct uh, donation slash contribution uh, methods? Other than just when you have a, a fundraising activity that you'd like to talk about, yeah. So your, your website, yeah, we do on our website. Thank you, Graf. We do on our website, and we also through through Facebook, we're a registered nonprofit organization, and we get a lot of uh, um, fundraising through that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so someone can go on either your Facebook page or your um, yeah. or, or your org page and uh, and directly contribute. You know, small donations add up. You know, uh, know, I I encourage people that, you know, not everybody can write a check for a million dollars, but if you can write a check for ten dollars, you know, that's just as appreciated. It's just as appreciated. And And that's one one less McDonald's meal. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, let me correct you real quick. It's Mm -hmm. ellishope.com. So let's. You can go straight there, and they'll bring you to ellis-hope.org. Right, which, which is a little bit more complicated. I know that's the original site because, um, yeah, yeah, that's that that's what I I don't use Google, but I use DuckDuckGo, uh, and uh, it, it took me to ellis ellis-hope.org when I typed in Ellis right. Hope. So that's why I keep saying yeah, that's that. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of our landing page, ellishope.com, and then they'll take you to ellis-hope.org. Mm-hmm. Right. Our organization, but you know, so yeah. I mean, um, thank you for mentioning that. And and any donations we receive will pass along for research grants to advanced research grants for Rett syndrome cure, of course. Because like I said, we don't we don't believe in taking one dollar from the path of the cure. That's good. That's good. And 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 um, and of course, um, you know, we're, we're getting close to the top of the hour. I just want to ask a, a few more questions, and and then get sure. you to close out uh, the. Uh, I know as they get older, you know, I want people to understand that these children can still enjoy a quality of life. It's not the end of the world, um, immediately at least. Um, the, you know, the, the, you know, the, you know, with proper care and, and treatment and stuff like that, you know, they still enjoy many of the things that we enjoy, watching TV, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. Going out and enjoying a sunset, you know the outdoors, yeah. you know as much as possible. You know, you know we, we make these lives uh, comfortable and interesting. And and of course, you mentioned yeah. she does homework, school. I guess early in the process, uh, they can continue to go to school. You know, yeah. yeah and, and then eventually, you might get to a homeschooling situation, right? Yeah, and that's kind of where we are too. And, and she has uh, people that come in and help her and stuff. But, I want, but you're absolutely right. Children can enjoy. We bring Ella to uh, Megan's Bay, so we bring mm-hmm. Ella, put her in the water, and she mm-hmm. loves the water. And that's kind of that's therapy. That's physical yeah, therapy yeah. for her. Mm-hmm. Um, we let her. We hold her up and walk on the beach with her. We hold her hand, and, uh, and then she, she can walk with assistance. And uh, she's walking in the sand, which is physical therapy for her. Mm-hmm. So she's enjoying all these things that she does on a daily basis, but right. it's actually therapy for her. Virgin Islands is a, it's a magical place. I bet. When you bring your, your children to the beach, she, mm-hmm. she's enjoying it every every minute of it, and she's right. actually getting therapy. Right. Yeah. yeah, I want people to understand that, you know, regardless of her situation, she's she's making the best of it, and, you know, and 
and we should be that should inspire us to to you know to see that wow let's try to help these these kids uh, as much as we can because we see them enjoying life despite the odds and 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 we want to make those odds less you know and and eventually eradicate them you know uh correct yeah so 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 you know this is not a uh, you know, I, I don't want this to I want this to have a, a positive up, uh, um, outlook. Uh, the, our conversation here today, I want that to have a positive outlook. Yeah, uh, for sure. Absolutely, that's what I uh, want the outcome to be. Too. I want people to see that you can. There's challenges you face with mm-hmm. your with yourself or your children, but there's always a positive outcome, and I want to bring that out uh, to the community. And listen, I can't think of a better place in the world I could have started a nonprofit organization. Rather than and then the Virgin Islands, it <laughs> just caught fire globally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the community, the Virgin Islands community, has been incredible. I'm mean, just wow. incredible. From the first day, we said let's do a little run walk. We had hundreds of people show uh-huh. up. They didn't. They never heard of Ella. They didn't know who Ella was. Right. They soon found out. Okay. Um, well, uh-huh. you know, I, I thought I was. You know, I, right. uh, my company. Uh, right. I thought I was. Uh, doing very good in the, in, in the community, and I went to a lot of things in the community. But as soon as I became Ella, was born. Now I'm just Ella's father. Okay. You know? Well, <laughs> Shane, thank you very much. Tell Ella thanks for me, and uh, hope I, uh, tell I yeah. said hi rather, and uh, we'll we'll look out for you in the future and try to support you as much as possible. So thank you thank very you much for giving me your platform. Okay, yeah. of course. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. The Caribbean Museum Center for the Arts, CMC Arts, invites you to celebrate 20 years at 10 Strand Street. The Blue Building in West. Join us November 4th for our 20 at 10 anniversary fete. Tickets at cmcarts.org slash events. Drink in the sunset with a champagne serenade by Derry. And the unforgettable cool sounds of the Eddie Russell Band keeps the evening rolling with delectable catering from Chef George Mailer's culinary artistry with the students of the complex CTCE hospitality program and a live auction hosted by the celebrated Willard John. CMC Arts 20 at 10 Anniversary Fete, November 4th. Tickets available with weekend staycation discounts from our Frederickstead Hotel partners. Join us, cmcarts.org slash events. Good morning. This is meteorologist Russ Murley with your WTJX local forecast for Tuesday, the 31st of October. Partly sunny skies. There may be a leftover shower today, upper 80s.